Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by... Trace Fentero. And... Uh, Amy Cobra Bennett, or Amy, Amy Cobra Barrett. Ooh, that is a one Gunner Kennedy. Good one Gunner, but it hurts my heart and the reproductive systems of all women everywhere in America. And, uh, and that being and, said, and, 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 well, actually, I mean, like, technically, it will hurt your heart as well because uh, you will you have a pre existing condition, so uh, you will never be insurable again. That is true. That is true. Death becomes Ouch. me. It's a little touch, literally, morbid, and good start, though. I like it. <laughs> speaking of ouch, <laughs> speaking of ouch, uh, who seems to be the like clown prince of ouch as far as in the media recently, Rudy Giuliani, um, was featured, was not like mainly featured, but was featured in a segment of the newest Borat movie, which I believe is out on Amazon. Uh, I think Amazon did that. And, uh, Trace, could you just talk a little bit about the Borat thing? We'll get into the Rudy Giuliani thing, but like in general, I know yeah. you just watched it recently. I think probably within the last like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just still playing. Actually. I'm just watching it while the podcast is going just so that I can, I'm cramming, I'm cramming the information, you know, um, so dedicated. Yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> it's called Borat, the subsequent movie film. <laughs> and, um, it caught my eye because it, I have the the Amazon Fire TV, and as you said, it's an Amazon um, it's an Amazon film, um, which is interesting because in the you know in the middle of COVID, you, you're not going to go to the theater. It might have tanked in the theater actually, um, but it's Amazon, so a lot of people have Amazon Prime, which means you get the the movie um, as part of that subscription. I don't want to say free, um, but what what really struck me is you know how they have the banners that go across and they try to get you to like click on their original content. Yes. They had those banners lined up and five of them spelled out Borat. They bought, a whole, they didn't buy it. I mean, it's their own, but they had a whole row of those banners and they like, you know, like, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, not a tile, a, uh, montage, not a montage. You know what I'm talking Mosaic. about? Mosaic. It's a, you do like, like a collage or a collage. Yes. Yes. And it, 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 like it went across, right? It said board across. I'm like, okay. And then of course it had the banner at the top. Like they got the big banner. You can like flip through like the previews. So I'm like, okay, they, they're cramming this down my throat. I'm going to have to watch it. But of course, um, as most people know, this film, the repu- its reputation kind of preceded it. Um, and it's happened in the previous films because um, <clears throat> it's um, Sasha Baron Cohen. That's how you say his name, right? That is correct. And, uh, <laughs> it, what, what happens is, is he usually finds some sneaky way to do an interview with, with, with like, with like somebody who's like a, like a, a fairly like major politician. And then like the footage kind of leaks before the movie does. And there's some controversy, which is fantastic advertising. Um, but I think, I, I, I don't know if it was you or Gunner that said it before we started recording, but you guys were like, like, how is he still doing this like how is he still walking around as borat um doing these interviews so we thought that it would be a fantastic topic um hopefully we can hold back and not give up too many spoilers on it uh, but we thought that this would be a fantastic topic so how is he doing <laughs> well I, I i i think the first the, the most important thing about this is the fact that it, he's he's introduced his daughter into it Oh, by his really? daughter, that's in, that's in air quotes, right? Because 
Well, Borat's daughter, right? His character's daughter. His character's daughter. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Um, and it's played by by a uh, a Bulgarian 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 girl um, named uh, Maria Bak Bakalova. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, uh, Maria Bakalova. She is fantastic, and that's really how he pulled this off. Uh, he really pulled it off because he has a daughter, and he's able to kind of like you know he he dresses as Borat but then like like he'll have a costume on and then his his daughter will be doing a lot of this stuff so she's really going to be the talk after this because i didn't realize there's a female version of of Sasha that could just pull off the same stuff that he does and it's and it's good like like she does a really good job. It's hard for me to talk about it without spoiling it. But uh, at first I was like, yeah, you know, how are they going to pull this off? And then, you know, she starts speaking. Um, I don't, I, I don't know what, what, what language she speaks. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's Russian that she's speaking. I, um, I, I believe it's referred to as moon speak. <laughs> dirty, dirty moon speak. <laughs> what the hell is that? Is that a real language, or is that a reference? No, that's just that's just that's just me being that's just me being a horrible bigoted. Oh, chicken. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she she kind of fixes it because in the scenes where he would be recognized, and he 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 plays on that. He plays on the idea that he's going to be recognized. So as the you know as the opening sequence is happening, um. He has people like asking him for his autograph in the streets. Now, I don't know if it's staged or not. The other thing that's that's obvious about this this film is that it, it started before the pandemic and it finished after the pandemic had started. So in the beginning of the movie, no one's wearing masks. And then at the end of the movie, it's everyone's wearing masks. So that's an interesting dynamic as well. They finished production, um, you know, with with COVID going on, which probably put a, a pretty big delay on it, I would assume. So also made it difficult to throw Jews down the well. <laughs> oh, that is such a classic throwback, Gunner. That great episode of of uh, the Ali G show where Borat was essentially born. Um, here's a question. So I want to. So one thing that I guess is going to kind of be a spoiler, but if you haven't yeah. seen it in the news yet, it's it is what it is. And I wanted to discuss it. Um, so there is a scene where he does his daughter, Borat's daughter interviews rudy giuliani and it gets like super cringy and awkward because she's kind of like touching his leg as she's interviewing he's obviously he's obviously you know attracted to her i would say to the to the point of like being enamored with her um and they're just i don't know i didn't see the interview right because the big deal what, what blew up in the media was there she she kind of suggests here let's go have drinks in the bedroom and he's lying. She sits him down on the bed, and what the media and what the what the kind of the news stories uh, that I had seen were him like putting his hands down his pants, and that's yeah, all yeah. I knew at first. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. a so so what I let's just hit my mic. Hopefully, it didn't fuck anything up. Um, so I guess uh, it, it's a little misleading. <laughs> Because Gunner had mentioned something about like 
<laughs> what did you say before the podcast got or something about like him jerking off or something like that? Or it kind of looked like he was. He, yeah, you know, it's like was it awkward was it awkward man junk adjusting? Was he uh he, 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 he was he, he, he eaten with his skeet skeet skeeting? So uh, this yeah. is so this is what I thought when I was about to watch it. I was like, this fucking creep. But really what it was, and it's very difficult to see, she is unclipping his mic microphone and he yeah. is his mm-hmm. shirt comes she like untucks his shirt yeah which i think she kind of did on purpose mm-hmm. and when he leans back to any he, any he is tucking his shirt in he's not pulling his penis out or anything like that so so she you got to remember she's like a female version of, of sasha in this movie she's fantastic and i mean like she she dances she does the the, the crotch flashing i mean she it, it, and I'm not spoiling anything. It's just she does what he does, right? But she really takes the starlight in, in, in the film because she has to, because his cover would be blown if he were to actually dress up as Borat. Everyone knows who Borat is. But the first thing to understand about this, um, and it kind of like going down like the dictator route, which is a film that he did. Um, this this film is very very. Um, it, it it definitely is intended, even though it's a mockumentary, it's intended to send a political message. And he tries his hardest to to really make fun of um, conservatives in the Republican Party. Like he goes out of his way to make sure he's making fun of it to the point where I almost felt like it was a Michael Moore film. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it, it's entertaining. Um, but so so you have to kind of when you watch it, you have to realize that that that, that was the intention. That was the premise. So when they so- did, uh, Giuliani, they intentionally, like you said, Wade, they cut the scenes so that it looks like he's going into the bedroom with her but the clips that they show like on like what you know like in the um in the news and everything that's the entire scene it's that yeah. quick like she so, asks him if, if he would like a drink in the in the bedroom and then it shows him like tucking his shirt in and then it's over i mean there's there's absolutely no sexual connotations at all except like at one point in time like he he said that because she, she said she was nervous. He said that she was. Uh, he said something like, you know, that that you're really good and you're pretty or something like that. So I don't like to come to that for this guy because I don't particularly care for him. Um, but I didn't think that there was any amount of foul play from him. <laughs> now that said, Gunner had a question. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I just don't want to steamroll Gunner. No, well, it's, so I gotta. Yeah, you know, maybe this maybe this is the follow up to what you're saying too, Trace. It's like, because I was making the joke when my my father kind of took me literally when I when I made this comment. But the the I, remember when the whole deal with uh, when Trump had COVID and they were doing the like in depth, they were trying all these different therapies, and one of one of the drugs that he got was this one called Regeneron, which are antibody like polyclonal antibodies that are made from the cultured from like the stem cell line that goes back from a fetal tissue donation from the seventies. But I, I, I was making the joke that, yeah, they just had to grind up like 400 unwanted children to uh, breathe life back into uh flim flam pure. And uh, like, I wasn't being serious, but like it, is this you know like maybe this is the radio whole thing like are we at a point where it's like um is it almost inappropriate to be kind of doing this fucking joking at this point because we're so we're so far down the onion hole that so when you say that joke you mean you making it the joke or somebody like like borat 
making well even even me like because borat they they, somehow he ended up shacking up with two like like super conservative uh really nice conservative guys um which was hilarious i I don't know how long he lived with them um (laughs) but, but but there's you know there's there's its own situational comedy that occurs but at one point in time he got these guys to talk about how democrats um uh, harvest, <laughs> like harvest kids and 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 suck um, suck uh, adrenochrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. They suck fluid out of their adrenal glands and then like shoot themselves up with it or something. Like they, like they, they're all like just mm-hmm. nodding their heads. Like, yep, this this is fact. Um, so when you say that, are you talking about you making that joke is not appropriate? I was or making that joke is not appropriate, or the fact that like both parties are being accused of doing this. I don't, I don't, I don't know the question. Well, when I, when I, when I say this, because like I was, I was when I made the comment, like yeah, they just had to grind up four hundred unwanted children to uh, make this precious monkey medicine, you know, monkey fluid medicine to uh, fight off COVID, but like. You know, like, is is there is there at some point where the real world is so fucking wacky that you have to, you know, it's like you have to effectively engage in like safe driving practices, you know, like the the, the check check your tires, everything, like because like real reality is coming unhinged around you, and you have to be mm-hmm. careful about not like further fucking up the you know fucking up the 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 continuance of human civilization and even a small part because like you know you say that like people are nodding their heads it's like no no i I wasn't that was this this was a statement of hyperbole i didn't really like i didn't really mean it like that no because those people are exposed as idiots and the comedy made its point which is good but well no but the thing is is that people Oh, sorry. The, the thing is, is that people are doing real shit based on the fucking idiot stuff. Yeah. So I, I, the, I wanted to get back to Giuliani because I had a question for you, Trace. Like, sh- because Sean and I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. So the big, the biggest, like two of the biggest things we we talked about one about like the pants thing. The mm-hmm. second one was he said like, oh, my underage daughter. Is that after the fact or did he know? We doubted he knew that she was underage, especially because yeah. like he's on camera so, drinking with her. So first of all, the actress is twenty four. No, I know that uh, in the and, story, in the plot line, and, for as far and, as Rudy knew. As far as as far as Rudy knows, she's a reporter. So how okay. could she possibly be fifteen? Right? That's what we figured. Um, yeah. And and I mean, and she passes. She could pass for fifteen, right? I mean, she she looks young. He picked her for a reason. But um, in that part of the movie, um. In, in that part of the movie, she's she's started to become more Americanized. I don't want to give away too much of it, but she started to become more Americanized, and she actually like has her hair done and she has makeup and stuff on. Well, so, uh, well let's call it spade a spade here. In America, uh, it's more sexualized, right? Well, I I, I don't want to. It's hard because I don't want to give away the, the the plot, but I mean. If you remember the original scene where there's just a whole bunch of starving cows from the first movie, like that's kind of where she's plucked from. Right. So I get it. by saying more sexualized, it, it's, it's, <laughs> he paints this fake picture of what Kazakhstan looks like where, you know, women are like property. So it's, it's not just the sexualization, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> there's a lot more to it. It's, you know, women aren't property and, um, uh, um, uh, 
know, a lot more than that. So yes, it's definitely more sexualized, I, but it's um, her role, uh, you know, of putting the makeup on and, and, and the dress on. I, I didn't get that message at all. And so the plot of the movie, right? The plot of the movie is for Borat to like, kind of like, like almost sell her off. And he's trying to get her to marry like one of like uh, Trump's kids or something like that. Yeah. 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 That's in the trailer. Yeah. That's in the trailer. He's trying to sell her as a sex object. So like, like her being a sexual object is there, but like, because I don't know if it's because she's portrayed as a 15 year old, they really don't put a whole lot of sex appeal to her character. She just looks pretty. I don't think that, and she's not very provocative, but to that same point, like, like, um, her interview with with Giuliani is 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 really it's the apex, right? Because he finally he's finally like ready to accomplish you know like this task that he has in the movie, mm-hmm. but um, and it's just like a subtlety, like they they definitely play the music and they do the camera shots and and he does say it's my daughter, but uh, uh Bort was Bort Bort burst into that scene. He was because if he right. was there, you know, if he was there, no, I then, get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing you asked how he disguised himself, um, he actually disguises himself. So the, the vast majority of the film, he's not dressed as Borat. Gotcha. He's Borat disguised as someone that wouldn't be recognized as Borat. <laughs> so <laughs> layers of disguise. Speaking of, of disguises, snake bite. Um, there is a series also on Amazon, um, Amazon prime video called the boys. Um, and not spelled with a Z. No, just B O Y S. And the premise essentially is the the boys is a comic series um, that Amazon adapted, and it would it's essentially, in my opinion, and probably the author's opinion, what the world would be like if superheroes really existed. Not like the comics that you read, like Marvel, where like the superheroes are like the good guys. Like they're all humans, and it's. Humans with power, you know, the old adage, and it's corny or whatever and played out, but power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So this series is very dark. It's very funny, but it's very, very dark comedy, and there's there are some it's pretty gory. Uh, but it's essentially, you know, how fucked up uh our reality um still would be if, if there were superheroes uh, like living amongst us. The premise essentially is that. Um, superheroes, a lot of the superheroes work for this corporation and they are, you know, everyone like mutants, they're supposedly born this way, but there's kind of a dark secret. Um, and it's really more of like, a maybe, maybe they're actually made instead of being born. Um, well, they're born, they're, but like, they're, maybe they're, they're, they're injected with adrenochrome. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> compound V, but the fact it's, it's a really awesome take. And it's probably in my opinion, the coolest take on Superman without calling him Superman. Like the main, <laughs> the main superhero is called Homelander and he's, it's Superman. Like he's super, he's indestructible. He has laser fucking eye beams. He can fly. He's ridiculously fast and strong, but man, oh man, what a fucking psychopath. <laughs> so I just started this. Um, which is rare because I've been fighting off a lot of the superhero stuff, but this is one of those shows that has been recommended to me. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, when, when I was refusing to watch the walking dead and 
somebody would come up to me and they'd be like, Hey, are you watching the walking dead? I'm like, no, I fucking, I, I, I hate zombie movies. Yeah, I think they're stupid, which isn't true, by the way. Shaun of the Dead, I thought was fantastic, um, <laughs> as well as a couple of others. Um, but I'm, I'm not a big like horror movie buff. Um, sorry, Jesse HS. Um, although I will do research for a podcast episode. <laughs> so when people are recommending The Boys and I'm like, what's it about? They're like, oh, it's about superheroes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I already lost interest. Um, but enough people are like, oh, have you watched it? Oh, have you watched it? Oh, have you watched it? And uh I kind of felt I almost had that that like heart stop moment, like like in certain game Game of Thrones scenes, where like, oh no, they 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 just did that. Holy shit, they just did that. I d- I didn't think I would ever see that happen in a show, and they just did it. And then a few minutes later, they do something else, and I'm just like, you called it like a dark, you know, a dark uh, comedy. I, like I would consider like um, like Watchmen dark. This is like. This is to a whole new level. It's shocking. It's and, uh, yeah. It's, it's my type. Well, the of the, 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 the well the uh, did, did you did you watch uh, Preacher at all? I've read Preacher. I've not watched it. Well, because it, it's the same. It's the same guy. But uh, that, does, same, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't shock me at all. That actually that's not surprising. I'm, I'm actually. actually I'm actually surprised because uh, they had Keith they had a uh, Keith Urban in both of them. He's awesome because he was. Guy. Because he was he he was he was the preacher in preacher, and he's a butcher in this series. But um, and it's Wade walks off because like I'm actually really surprised, and I think it's actually a good change. Because to your point, you like you're talking about how you don't like superhero shows, Trace. Like, the boys in the comic actually have superpowers. Now I have a question. I think making yes. Go ahead. It, it, I kind of figured out after like the fifth episode that the boys was not in reference to the superheroes. It was in reference to kind of the that crew yes. group, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's, I think what makes it so unique because it's not actually about the superheroes. It's about the people who don't like them. Well, <laughs> and yes. No. And, and, and to, to, to that right. point, it's like, well, to that point, it's like in the comic, there are a bunch of guys who got super superpowers to basically try and, Fucking bring down Vought and the super, and I, I think, I think it actually makes it an engage, a more engaging story. Just having them a bunch of fucking people trying to figure out how to fight gods with, uh, with trash and jury rigged, uh, ter- terrorist weapons. Well, that makes a lot more sense because they haven't really, you know, I'm only half, I'm only like halfway through the first season. Even I don't even know if I'm halfway. I haven't even looked how many episodes there are, but uh. It, it, it seems like they're trying to harvest the powers of uh, of, of the superheroes, but man, they're a bunch of fucking rejects. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, they are the Expendables. Let's Huey. do a version like, of them. <laughs> like the main, the main protagonist is just some Poor fucking. Huey. He's just some humble guy that works in an electronics store. I'm like, that's me. This is a superhero movie where I'm the star. <laughs> he's just. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe the, you you have to wait till you see it, but it's it. it he is, uh, as it's been referred to, the Rain Man of fucking people over. <laughs> and like, like, I, I, I love um, Carl Urban's character, uh, Butcher, because he's just like he, he's he's essentially a is significantly he the more. What's the Butcher? Is he the uh, Butcher Bill? Yeah, the, he's yeah. he's the one that recruits Huey. Well, quote unquote, recruits Huey. Um, but he's he's essentially a fucking 
like murderous fucking twisted version of like Jack Sparrow, I feel. <laughs> he's just a fucking he's out of his mind. And it's his character's so good. Now, before you we started the podcast, you guys were asking which character like from from the show you'd identify with, right? Or no. Well, who, yeah. who, 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 oh, I say who, who, who? I was gonna say like who do you who do you see the other per? Who do you see? Like, because I was asking Wade, like who does who does he think I think that he would be in that crew? Well, you asked me who I thought. Who are you in that crew? And I said oh. I'd rather you just answer for me. Who do you think oh. I am in that crew? I'm gonna say uh, I think that you're probably Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk. Uh, quote Which unquote, the the black guy. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Is as part of the boys? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 voice of reason still getting your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I pegged oh. you for I pegged you for Frenchie. Gunner. I can see that, and I definitely I pegged Trace for Huey. Nah, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. That's funny. The rain, I, the rain man of fucking people over. Yeah, but dude, Huey's such an awesome. He kind of, I kind of side with Starlight. I, I want to be Starlight. Can I be a girl superhero? Yeah, Star- Trace. It's, it's, it's twenty twenty. Civilization is collapsing. You can be whatever you want, honey. That's true. I mean, be whatever you want. But she's super down to earth, <laughs> and she doesn't really seem like she accepts this. She doesn't really accept her role anyway. Although I've, I'm still early in the show, but I want to be Star- I, I want to be Starlight. But he's trying to date Starlight anyway, so I guess they're the same person. I really, I really, I really appreciate the lack of straight up rape that they've had in it so far, because that was a thing in the comics on quite a quite a quite a uh, frequent basis. Really? Yeah. Well, um. Hold on. We've not. We can't talk about it because it's going to spoil it for Trace. He's okay. all, how many how many episodes are you in, Trace? I'm like five. I'm not that far in. So yeah, uh, you don't know Butcher Bill, the, You don't know Billy Butcher's uh, background story. Have they talked about that at all or no? Um, no, they no they they've like they've done a couple of flashbacks, but that's okay because we want our listeners to watch it too. So we don't want to spoil it for anyone. Yeah, we won't spoil it. Honestly, though, so I have to give props. So, did you read the comic at all? You well, Gunnar, you read the comic, yes? Yes. Yes. So, Tisdale actually told me about this. I, I want to say a couple of years ago, but I don't know if it's been out for that long. I remember he he was the first one to mention it to me, and I yeah, I just never watched it. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'll watch one episode. And then I watched the first episode and was like, well, I'm hooked. Got to watch more now. Yeah, <laughs> I have to watch more now because anytime you kind of, it's it's just freaky. It's freaky and it's it's appealing on so many different it's levels. Not like, it's not like um like desperate clip cliffhanger either. Like I just want to watch another episode. Actually, I can't wait to finish uploading this episode so I can just find out what happens in the next episode. <laughs> and it's just it's it's a really well balanced show. There's. You know, it pulls at the heartstrings sometimes. It's definitely funny a lot of the time. It's really dark and kind of scary. Like it's, well, I I think it's actually you know you, dumb dumb things you say. Like as we're trying not to do spoilers, I appreciate that it's actually paced just about fucking perfectly. Yeah, 
I will agree with that. Yeah. Like there's 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 not there's not filler. Everything moves to it, you know, like everything is moving to a consistent point. But there's such character building yep. throughout. Yeah. Yes. I like the fact that Homelander uses his X-ray vision to watch his boss pump breast milk. Yes. <laughs> oh, it only that's the tip of the iceberg, Trace. I, I know it's gonna get better. That's the tip of the I iceberg that, with that one. I can tell that creepy fuck is just gonna try getting closer and closer to those note producers. Yeah, breasts. you're you you're you're halfway in. It only gets better from here, and then season two is just what you know it's it's like the fifth it's like the what is it the 50 chambers of wing like shaolin or something like that 36 but, yeah, chambers of shaolin yeah 36 chambers of shaolin but it's or, or or like the what is it uh what's the what, what's the bruce lee movie where he has to go up the tower of death it's probably called the uh, tower i think of it's death. i think it's I think it's called game of death Game of Death, where you see, but it's just yeah. So this, every, yeah, every episode in the first season is an escalation, and then round round two starts for season two, and it's even more just like what the fuck, what the fuck just happened. Yeah, I'm I'm uh three or four episodes into season two, and I'm just like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Like it's, it's yes, it's good. Yep. It's it is. And I'm really glad you, you mentioned Game of Thrones, Trace, because there's not too many shows that really push the boundaries like that. It is really similar to Game of Thrones, even in the fact that every character, no matter how much you care about them or how much you love them or how much how integral they are to the story, mm-hmm. it could all change at any moment. You know what I mean? Like all, it's very, yes. very good like that. Well, speaking of good like that. Snake bite. Trace. Yeah. New, uh, I believe it's a mod you said for a mod or a. Yeah, this is a really, really cool thing. Um, I, I, I learned about it. I, I learned a lot about it last night, actually, um, in one of my late night um, rampages, just trying to learn stuff. And um, what happened is we um, during my, my my son's birthday party uh, on on Sunday, one of the one of the kids that was here mentioned um, the possibility of cross playing. Uh, the uh, two different Minecraft versions, and there's really there's two major versions. They're feature for feature, they're nearly identical, but one of them is called Bedrock, and that's what like the mobile phones and the you know Xbox and PlayStation um, and stuff like that, the Switch, they all play a version called Bedrock. But the version that most people watch online and the, the ones that people like connect to and, and play online and, and stuff like that is the Java version, and they've never been compatible, and they still aren't compatible. But uh, a, a software project called Geyser MC, they wrote a packet translator, and s- somehow it allows the people that are playing on those... Um, you know, PlayStation stuff, like that, to play against the people that are on Java. And... Uh, I'm like, no, there's no way this actually works. Like, there's no way somebody found a way to just allow a game that was never intended to be played with another game and to just have it work. And uh, holy shit, it works. <laughs> um, it, it actually works. Like, you can you can join it. Um, you, can, you can play against each other in these different versions through, like, essentially a mod. And what's even crazier is it doesn't, it's not actually a modification to the game. It's like... It's like a program you just start up on your computer and then people connect to that program. And then that program like kind of pretends like it's playing, um, 
it pretends like it's playing the right version, which is very, uh, very interesting, very weird. So yeah, Geyser MC, very, very cool. Um, one major caveat. Okay, oh, will Geyser MC let you play mods on the the non-Java version? Um, so not yeah. really, not really. So there's a lot of things you can modify with the game um, that just change the mechanics of it. So I if, just if want my dinosaurs. What's that? I just want my dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. Um, In my space program. So, so the the way that the the way that the Java version generally works is you can change around the mechanics, but you're stuck with whatever's in the game, right? So, like you could make it so that you punch a tree and it explodes. You could change that by by changing code inside the server. But if you want the tree to be purple, then you'd have to install. You know, you'd have to actually go. You'd have to download and install the mod. You get what I'm saying? So some some components. There's definitely a lot of things in the mod that do work. Um, and they and they work well, but the vast majority of what people would consider a Minecraft mod would not be compatible. There'd be no way to um, there'd be no way to install it. But it's really cool because you could technically have a Nintendo Switch and join a Minecraft Java server, which you've never really been able to do before. And the best servers are Java. There are some downsides to it, though. One of them is in order for the uh, this packet translator to simulate movements. It has to use kind of like unnatural, uh, like unnatural techniques. So if the server's running slow, the plugin doesn't really handle that properly, and you'll just get booted for cheating because you like walk through walls and shit like that. <laughs> so there are some downsides to it. One of the major ones is uh, is cheating. I guess people are getting like stuck in stairs and stuff like that. There's a couple of features uh, that are compatible, but the one that's the most odd is that. You you still need to, to sign in with a Java account. So the plugin like drops you in like a temporary you're like in this empty world and it asks you for your name and password for Java. And when you tell it your name and password for Java, then it actually allows you to join. So that means you have to buy Minecraft twice in order to do this. You need mm -hmm. to buy the Java edition, uh, but and then of course you already probably own the bedrock edition. Um, so that's that's like the one major caveat is that you need to own, um, you need to own both versions. Very cool though. Very cool tech. Snake, snake bite. Speaking of getting owned, um, we very closely uh, almost got owned by some uh, by some space garbage a couple weekends ago. Uh, Gunner, talk to us about the Kessler effect. So, uh, uh, oh, Kessler syndrome. So, I'm uh, sorry, the Kessler, the Kessler syndrome. My, my fault. Uh, this this is named after uh, our two friends, uh, Mike Kessler and Chris Kessler, <laughs> and uh, the terrible friction that will emerge from them from being two opposite, equal in equal orbits, and then when they when they collide, hilarious hijinks ensue. No, um, I actually I can't remember the dude's last the first name, so I apologize in advance. It was it was a was a scientist, but the, the the idea is is that um, you know like hit. So here's here's the here's the simple physics premise. Donald J. Kessler. Um, sorry. Donald J. Kessler, not Donald J. Trump. Um, so, you know it's really bad when a fucking rock hits your windshield when you're going down the road, right? Yes. 
Okay, you know, and it's a, it's a it's a very tiny it's a very tiny mass, but you know, like it gets it gets all its it gets all its hoopspa from just traveling at sixty something miles an hour plus you. You know, like it, it's it's going its way, you're going your way, and the two of you joining together put this horrendous amount of energy into things. So, um, so for something to be in orbit, it has to be traveling like probably I think it's about ten something thousand miles an hour. I mean, kilometer kilometers an hour should be the accurate figure. But the gist is, is that even if it's something really small, it's got a lot of energy in it. And it's going to want to keep going the way it does. So, you know, like we've had we've had a couple of uh, close calls in the space program with like just like fucking bolts or pieces of paint hitting the space shuttle and cracking two of the three windows that like keep you from hard vacuum. But, um. You know, like it, it, it's space is pretty big, and it's kind of like the, you know, it was kind of like the ocean. It thought, well, you know, like the the odds of this fucking happening are relatively small. So, I mean, like it's a thing you have to be concerned about, but it's, you know, like in the same realm of a plane falling out of the sky and landing on your house, kind of concerned. Like it's a possibility, but it's not really there. But you know, we've been so fucking busy, and now that uh, Russia and China and the rest of the world is starting to move into space. There's a lot of garbage in low earth orbit. And last Sunday, there was a dead Russian communication satellite, uh, in the same path as this, uh, you know, like basically dead, uh, upper stage from a Chinese long March rocket. And they came within, uh, I believe it was something like 10 meters. So, that's that's close, you know. Like that would that would be super bad on a, on a thing. And it's if they're orbits, you know, generally they don't tend to drift. But the panic is is that if two of these things smack into each other, they explode into a whole bunch of bits. And you know, it's like they Thereby tell two friends, and then they yes, but it's also that you have you've basically sent a shotgun blast of high speed metal fragments flying out into an orbital path and it's what you know it's it's the they tell two friends and 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 especially now that we have all these guys like uh, Elon and fucking Jeff Bezos and everything else trying to choke up low earth orbit with all these satellites to run uh cheap internet service you know, like we 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 may have done like the we may have we may have effectively fucked space to the point, just like the the Pacific Ocean and the the big trash island out there. Like, I just what you know, like one we we can fucking wreck space so that we can't like do anything in it anymore. But how fucking crazy is it that we've actually literally polluted something the size of the planet times two? Well, let's like, uh, yeah. Let's also like so when 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 Gunnar, I think of people who aren't really getting the picture exactly here, the pollution doesn't matter so much. Is that we won't be able to launch any missions off this rock <laughs> to go explore yes, we are, we are, anywhere because we've we created a space. We are trapped. We are we are, yes. We've converted Earth to space prison for one hundred plus years, uh, or until a, a giant solar event like makes the atmosphere puff up and slows everything down, so it kind of just like falls to falls to earth and burns up Yeah, because because essentially there's so many little tiny things that will just rip through any any manned or unmanned thing that we send to go 
in, into orbit to try and get out of our orbit and yeah, explore it, will be it, shredded. It's like it's like yeah, it's like flying through a sand. It's like flying through a sandblaster two miles, <laughs> two miles high. <laughs> so that's uh that's uh, uh enjoy, I'm snake biting that. <laughs> and, and enjoy enjoy your direct TV. Um, all so, six hundred thousand of you. So we have talked. Uh, we talked a little bit about the new Oculus Rift, um, which is the new uh, VR headset, and how Facebook was going to start. Uh, I guess we they were potentially going to make like you sign up mandatory and. Gunner actually again has a little more further information about the shenanigans of going on in Facebook and the new Oculus Rift. Yeah. So, uh, or priest. So, um, in the interest of uh, a consolidated user experience slash snooping on everything you fucking do, um, Facebook is requiring that if you use to have access to the Oculus Store. And the Oculus login service, you need to link it to a Facebook account now. So you, previously, you could have a separate Oculus account that was not tied back to anything else. But now they're saying that if you want to use the Oculus platform, you have to have a valid Facebook account and all that entails, which is that real name, you know, you know, like the, you know, the. There's a bunch of bullshit in there, but what the other thing is is that it becomes the device's core functionality is tied to this user account. So, you know, you get trolled or uh, you violate some... They say that you violate some term of service. They can lock or uh, end your Facebook account or, you know, basically ban your Facebook account, which bricks this $300 device uh because they're because especially now that we are in this age of heightened politics uh what they really didn't think about is that the two uh kind of not get nailed by the federales they've been making a big effort to block false accounts on Facebook or things that don't comply to their real name policy and the flip side of that is that uh if you had anything that was attempting to like not tie you back to your Oculus device, or you, you basically created a dummy Facebook account, they they'll just brick your device. You know, I mean, it's it's not. I I think I, I think originally said when we were having our conversation about this, it was something like 15 percent. I think it's more like seven now that I'm looking it through some documentation. But it's like it's it's crazy that. Effectively, if somebody doesn't like you, they can just ar arbitrarily reverse. They can do a reverse charge for you for like four hundred, five hundred dollars. So like, I guess no, you know what. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, keep going, keep going. No, it, it, but it, it, you know, it, it was it was one thing. It was one thing like when trolling didn't actually have like. Petty larceny, like, like, actually, is that petty larceny or grand larceny? What's the grand larceny threshold? A grand. It, oh, is, is it actually literally a grand? But, uh, I mean, isn't this kind of like that dystopian episode of Black Mirror? Yes. Where you need a good credit report and you can't, you can't even fly without it? Like, this is at the point you mean where. China? 
<laughs> you mean today, China today? Yes. <laughs> well, do, you, you saw that shit where they're, they're going, they're trying to push digital currency through everything for China now too. So it's like you won't even be able to spend fucking money. I hate this. I hate yeah. this century. It says Facebook. Facebook says that their headsets are governed by the Facebook community standards. And mm-hmm. users violating those standards will lose access to their headsets. That pretty much means if you have a bad day on Facebook and get like soft banned, which usually they'll give you like like a one day ban or like a one week ban or sometimes they'll do like a thirty day ban. I've means- seen motherfuckers get thirty day Facebook jail. <laughs> yeah, they get in Facebook jail. Does that mean that you can't use your headset? Like yes. If oh, case, if that's the case, like what the fuck have they done? Like, yes. I, no. I, I mean, they, 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 they've it, it this, be this between this for an unrelated service. It doesn't even make sense. I, I, I again, I think that I think that this. Yeah, well, besides the fact that they they're they're pissing off uh, the powers that be by not colluding hard enough. Um, I think this might actually be one of those standing on their own dick kind of moments. But like, where... uh, I guess what's more disheartening is, aside from standing on their own dick, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, people are still going to use Facebook. Like, even though this egregious, mm-hmm. essentially, like, I mean, who the fuck do you think you are to sell a gaming headset that you're absolutely not using for Facebook? That you're vastly a vast majority going to be using to game on PC or do something on PC not related to Facebook that if if you're that <laughs> you get to say that if you don't like the, this person's behavior on 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 your platform you can right. not only possibly ban their account permanently but ban ban them several days or whatever which I'm totally fine with because you signed the TOS but you could also essentially disable the $400 plus piece of hardware you sold them i actually can't think of another mm-hmm. i can't think of another situation or an example to even compare this to so there's a there's a website called road to, to t, road to vr.com that has an article on this and they did a pretty good job researching this because they reached out to playstation and playstation said actually you can still use the games that you've downloaded even if you've been completely banned from our platform um, you just can't get to any online content once you've been banned. And they asked Valve the same question because Valve has has guidelines as well that can ban you from their platform. And Valve intentionally would not answer them. No shit. <laughs> which is fantastic. Well, That's I don't know crazy. But they didn't answer, which seems about right because Valve tends to keep their secrets close. It's it's so, a. Yeah. It's a it's a weird thing, and it shows kind of the unchecked power that Facebook has. They they don't give a shit. Well, this is why I, I mean going on right now. You know, and and unfortunately, Facebook is the only one that's even like actively selling what amounts to a quote unquote real VR platform at this point. I mean, like you know, I have the pieces gonna go in the long term but you know i mean like it's 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 like the next step up like activision would if you if you did something where like you were just a raging dick or you did like violated some terms of service they would block you from like they would basically cancel your 
like they could cancel your licensed account for World of Warcraft, and they would actually keep track of your PC. So if you tried to sneak yeah, back yeah. in, uh-huh. they could tell that you had been previously blocked. Uh-huh. Would they? Would they allow you back in? Just give you like a scarlet letter? Uh, no, they but they they actually did. You you could buy the game. You just couldn't get back on because like they're basically they were pulling the. It's actually a weird problem because like uh, I I help I help moderate a um a Discord channel and the Discord channel's got a few thousand people on there, and uh, the people who get banned they just create a new username. It's actually pretty yep. difficult. Like, I, it, in some ways, I'm like, well, maybe Activision was doing the right thing because if somebody is truly abusing the players. They're truly abusing the platform. Like, how do you keep them off? But what's weird about Facebook is, is it's like, well, you need a Facebook account to sign in. And I think that's really where this starts to get strange. And it's like, what, what do I own? What did I buy? Yeah. Power. So speaking of scary (laughs) or not so scary, um, I had a coworker uh, suggest that I watch uh, Hamilton on Disney Plus, and Shauna had been kind of telling me, "Oh, we should watch it. We should watch it." And I kind of like brushed her off because I'm not really a musical guy. And I, as I said that, um, you know, I think it's kind of unfair because I don't. I think the last musical I watched was Avenue Q, and it was actually really good, and I liked it. But Avenue Q is a comedy, and um, there are Muppets, and I love Muppets. What's that? You and I were in a musical together. We were. We were in, we were in Pinocchio. You were. Oh, I was. I was the, the Geppetto to your Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> you love me so. If you had a son, I would be the one, Wade. But it's not meant to be because you are mahogany. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, aside from that, I you know I I'm not. I couldn't give a really good explanation as to why I wasn't really into musicals. I like music. I like, I mean, acting as actors are great. Good story. It's awesome. But um, I ended up watching Hamilton. So overall, uh, I thought it was, it was really good, but not necessarily because it definitely not, definitely not because of the music. I didn't think the music was, was -hmm. great. It was really good because I don't, sadly, I don't know. I, I really didn't know much about Alexander Hamilton because I just didn't mm-hmm. learn much about him in school. If I did, then the concussions have taken that information away. But honestly, he was pretty integral in, in the forming of our country, right? Like, which I didn't know. So I thought that aspect, because that aspect was really interesting. But literally the first two minutes of, of the musical. Mm-hmm totally reaffirmed that like it's just weird because it's <laughs> it's the story about this historical figure you know he's very i mean really 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 important guy in american history but these people are just like singing songs and dancing around and it's supposed to be like kind of like this serious uh atmosphere and the serious like things like things that are going on like they're talking about the revolution essentially um, and I'm just like, what? This is fucking bizarre. Like, this is like awkward and weird. Like, I don't. Ugh, I it's something turned me off so bad in it that honestly, after the first 15 minutes, like Shauna could see the cringes on my face. 
And she was like, we don't have to watch this. And I was like, no. I told you we were going to watch it. And I'm glad that I finished it. Don't be wrong. Overall, good experience. But Jesus, how weird and cringy. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, it's weird. It like starts off exactly how you were hoping it wouldn't. You're yes. like, this is the musical that changed. I have to jazz hands and they're fucking singing about terrible things. And you're like, what? Why are they dancing? <laughs> I have to. I have to ask Wade. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be your black album? Uh like, like. Because uh, you know, I, I make this, I make this comparison. Because, like, you know, again, musical theater is kind of like the last refuge of scoundrels in theater in general. Mm-hmm. But, like, it took me at least like eight or nine listens for me not to hate the Black Album. See, I like like it. it, 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 it oh, go ahead. No, I I liked the Black Album when it came out. To be honest with you, I knew it was a departure from what Metallica had done before. But it, I mean, let's face it; like it made them completely commercially viable. Um, I I got to be honest with you. If I want to give a review of it, my biggest problem with the whole thing is the guy that starred as as the protagonist as Alexander Hamilton. He was by far the shittiest actor, shittiest singer in the whole thing. <laughs> Everyone so around him was better. So is this God. is this the, is this the original performance with the guy who actually wrote? Yes, Hamilton. Yeah, and that's what I found out afterwards. I was like, I can't put my finger on what I don't like most about this movie. I'm like, but honestly, the guy that played Hamilton, I liked the least. Like, and not because he wasn't how, great. He was it, bad. Wasn't I, I haven't seen that too, but he wasn't great when he hosted Cernet Live either. Like you could, he just didn't, he didn't really seem like he fit. And then like they did some skit where he broke out into a rap and it kind of seemed like that was his thing, <laughs> but he, he wasn't really that great in the episodes of Saturday Night Live either, but there must be something he's doing right. Because I, I have to- heard someone talk about a musical like Hamilton. I don't think since like growing up, maybe the Phantom of the Opera, everyone was crazy about. Like when was the last musical that you can remember where people just kept watching it for like, I mean, how long has Hamilton been out for? I think like 2016. I'm not sure. Let's let's. When did Hamilton debut? So I, I, is part of the reason that you hate it because it's yeah, 2015, so five years. Yeah, and 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 NPRified white suburban multiculturalism. <laughs> like it's the whole like we're we're super fans of this because it's such an interesting examination of ourselves. It's 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 the NPR the the, the self dialogue saying that you're 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 in. Oh, I, 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 Is it it's, like the it's same the, people? The same people that really liked Weird Al. <laughs> They're like, oh, see, that's a interpretation of a song. <laughs> it's dorky enough are- to be like, like, like niche, and then only friends that I know like it. So yeah, it's- you sing Hamilton. You find other people that like Hamilton. You think it's like that, or do you think it's more like, like, like Wade said? It's like a history thing, and you just there's some people that just love rapping the history. I, I feel I'm thinking it's very much what you're saying. It's, it's a, it's a lifestyle brand kind of thing. 
I I find it very very refreshing to hear Wade trash talk the lead actor. In well, my my thing is like, I was like, this guy can't really sing. He's he's he, he's speak talking. He's yeah. He's talk singing. And it's and it's and like when he's when tragic things happen to this guy. I'm not going to spoil it. Although this shit happened over like a, <laughs> fucking two hundred years, three hundred almost three hundred years ago. Like when sh- like when terrible shit happened to him. It, there's it's just it's it's just it's bad. And you know what? And I didn't know it until after the fact. But when Shauna told me that, like, well, he actually wrote it. I'm like, this pompous jack wagon fucking wrote this thing and then made himself the fucking star like what a bag of shit there's so many more talented people that could have done such a better job it's like literally everyone even the people you fucking didn't like in this oh my god you performed better and like the second worst actors actor excuse me on the show was his wife <laughs> it was like the lead and his wife were the fucking worst part of it and it was just it's just like jesus man i couldn't i couldn't quite place my finger on it until i found that out and i was like yep that was the problem because this guy kind of sucks compared to everybody else you think he should have taken notes from quentin tarantino and only put himself in like a small role <laughs> he should have yeah he should have played like dude give yourself a badass character like Lafayette, although La- the guy that played Lafayette was awesome. Like, give give yourself a smaller role where you die off and no one has to fucking see you afterwards. Like, because you you can't hold it. Like, you you can't hold the fucking show. To his justification, right? I mean, art comes in weird forms, right? And a lot of the times, the artist isn't the one that the actually um, uh, uh, artists, you know, they 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 make art, and then sometimes the way it's consumed is different than what the artist would have originally intended. So, like, I, I know what you're saying. Like, you call him like this this pompous prick, but like, um, I've heard songs that I really did not care for the originals, and then I hear a cover of the song, and I'm like, I like that version a little bit better. Insert you know, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bob Dylan's the king of it. Like, Bob Dylan, a vast majority of Bob Dylan's songs mm-hmm. talk when he when he sings in them. Uh, Prince wrote a lot of songs for people. I don't know if Prince's version would have been better, but I was never a huge Prince fan. I really respect him as a musician, but I didn't like, I didn't like jam out to like Raspberry Beret. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is my jam. Prince was a little bit before us, though, I think. He was. I'm going to tell you that you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> well, that I'm wrong in saying he was a little bit before us. I'm also t- I'm, actually, I'm just telling you, you're both wrong, but for different reasons and different things, but it's okay. Uh, I mean, are you going to um, claim here that Prince's career, like in the mid 90s, was better than his well, 80s, early 80s to well, early to mid 80s you know, career? I'm, 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 you have to take a very you have to take a very big fucking asterisk behind the nineties because Warner brothers did deliberately attempt to fucking tank him during that period of time. So, but I mean like, like tears for fears, like that mad world song. Yep. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. The remake is, is better. Harry jewels or whoever redid it. It's it's, I mean, I really, I really like tears for fears. But the remake is just something out of this world, right? So, like, when I see like an artist like that, it's like, well, maybe, maybe he has to. And the other thing is, is even if he sucks as an actor, as a singer, would anyone even know him? 
he didn't play the role, like it might have been the best thing he possibly could have done is force himself into that role. Maybe yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I hope I hope our bitter recriminations of him make enjoying all those millions of fucking dollars that he stashed aside from this project, uh, you know, so, so like. I hope he gets paper cuts from all the all that money that he's counting. Yeah. <laughs> I it's and it's fine. It's it, it's just what I guess what was tough was that I felt if you could have taken yourself out of this and put somebody in there better, like an actual star, it it would have actually probably been enjoyable through and through. And I still enjoyed it because man, I tell you what, I give the guy a lot of credit. You fucking wrote a musical about frankly a figure in our in our history that we probably don't pay enough attention to that we should um he's he was the joe biden of his day hamilton yes except they had guns so he stepped up well no joe Biden. hamilton was very much kind of the 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 guy of oh we're gonna you know like discussion he they had a revolution and the thing that he did immediately afterwards was try and keep the system keep the system going like you know he he effectively started the first banks in the united states but attempting you to know, abolish it, it, slavery in the south would you would you dis, would you do you, uh, you think that's see, this, not this, true this is are you if you refute oh, no, no, it, it's no. okay see this this is where this is where things get this is where things get interesting which is that slavery at that point was actually a fucking anomaly unique to the America, you know, you know, the Americas and more particularly the sector, like slavery as a trade had already been kind of fucking ended in England proper. And like, this is, this is an interesting, like this whole period of time is very interesting because it's, It's, you know, even though we just had like this fucking huge war to kind of say that we weren't part of England, very much the, the, the articles of state and everything else still were, you know, you know, we were, we were in that still wearing our first communion, like we were still in the wearing our first communion suit to job interviews phase of, uh, American politics. But yeah, because I, besides besides attempting to actually end the institution of slavery and everything else, Hamilton was very much a Ham, you know, like Jeff Jefferson kind of was always about like the whole what? <laughs> like, no, no, it's I, like you want to say something, but you don't want to say it. <laughs> I was for your point and never finished. <laughs> so. The, the the thing was is that you know like again Hamilton Hamilton gets tagged as like hey he was one of the you know he was one of the proponents of ending the ins- the institution of slavery in the the at least in the United States you know I mean so so was Jefferson I mean although Jefferson like you know to to, to be said I, I Hamilton was not uh, actually having sex with his slaves at the time he was trying to end slavery so that's a plus too but he was very much a guy is a proponent of institutions of power. Um, so it's, it's the, it's, it, he, he was, the, he was one of those dudes where it was like, um, 
so we got rid of the old boss, and then we immediately proceeded to make a new boss who is the same as the old boss, but has our branding on it, so it's okay. And yeah, he's he's a he's a as I hem and haw. He's he's a very complicated dude in American history, and you know, like there's a reason why there's a reason why he's not um. Like it's the same thing, like a like a John Adams or a or a fucking George Washington or a Thomas Jefferson or a Ben Franklin or anything like that. And it's because it's more difficult to do the Disney rebranding of him versus the other guys hanging around at that time. That and you know he got shot by Raymond Burr, which is pretty fucking metal. You know, it's like the. Other, I think, yeah, I think, I think, him, Teddy Roosevelt, and Andrew Jackson. Isn't it Aaron Burr? Aaron Burr, Raymond Burr's, Raymond Burr's the guy from Ironsides. Yeah, I do this every fucking time. I do this every fucking time. I don't know why I fucking. I I think it's interesting that that um. Lynn Manuel is that his name? Yeah, the, the, so. uh, the the main actor there. I I think it's impressive that he that he can rap. Not that he's good at it, but that like the world accepts him rapping. You know what I mean? Like I think that's an interesting. I think way the world accepts him rapping in a musical. That yeah, but still though, like let's say like right, let's say me is like you know the. The, the the company computer guy. <laughs> Let's say I decide that I like I, I like I say, oh, I'm really good at writing these lyrics and 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 I want to be able to 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 spit them out and I want to rap them. Like there's only a couple avenues where I can get away with that. Number one, I have to be the best in the world. <laughs> right. So if you're like Eminem and you could just destroy people in freestyle battles, people are like, okay, we're 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 gonna let this white guy rap. Or 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 start a musical. You could, yep, you could do a, a musical, but I mean, but that's still kind of a novel idea, right? It's not like, it's not like there's been musicals with that much rapping in them, right? This is kind of, this is kind of a new thing, right? I mean, musicals always have like these, the, the, the lines that are, that are spit really fast, but this is a little bit more unique, wouldn't you say? Or maybe it's not unique, but it's unique that he's doing it. <laughs> I should say it's unique that he's doing it. Um, I don't know. I mean, if it, it I, I think it's an interesting strategy to get your to get yourself in front of the microphone um, as a rap lyricist. <laughs> you want to call him that? Maybe he doesn't deserve that title. Maybe I'm giving him more credit than he's worth. But I think it's an interesting strategy. Like if I wanted to write actually, rap, yes, is I is know, your I don't know how I'd be able to do it. Maybe we're looping back, Wade. Is your hatred mainly directed at his lack of rap talent, or? Um. His <laughs> his portrayal of Alexander Hamilton. I the, uh, <laughs> we want to know Wade. We all really, really, really want to know okay. how you feel so, about him. Are I you don't, a burst? I don't think he is. Um, well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> Aaron Burr did me a favor by shutting him the fuck up for the rest of the show, which wasn't much after that. But my, <laughs> he's a spoken word guy. Wouldn't oh, call him a rapper. Oh, like poetry bullshit. 
that's what that's what he's doing. Um, uh, it's it's not. I guess when I saw the surrounding cast around him and how good they were, like how good the guy that played George Washington was, how awesome the guy was that played uh, Thomas Jefferson, like really, really talented guys that were doing what he was doing just better. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't, I don't hate the guy by any means. I think it just was a was. I think he could have taken something that was. You know, pretty good, and it could have been really awesome. But I mean, hey, people are still talking about it today, so I guess it really was awesome, just not for me. <laughs> now you hate musicals still. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's it, it. Unfortunately, it didn't did you, do did anything you, did, to further my love for musicals. Did you clean your palette out? Did you clean your palette out by watching Rent and Cats immediately afterwards? Absolutely not. Two two shows I will never watch. I just don't really have much of an interest, I guess. Avenue Q was well, awesome all- back when it was, you know. I mean, both both of them are also immensely awful, but I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't I don't even really have a I don't really have a I don't I haven't consumed enough musicals to even like judge really. Like I'm Yeah, yeah. I'm a novice at best. Yeah, um, I'm kind of the same way. You know, like my my wife's got the uh like the West Side Story Collector's Edition, and it's I just, it's Can just, I front? Uh, I can't front. <laughs> I kind of like West Side Story. I kind of like West Side Story. It's something I haven't lived through. Like she um, has it. I haven't lived through. Like I have to submit myself to this musical. I don't have a choice. Much like, much like. Much like it's a bonding exercise between Adam and I to be able to do the entire the entire start from uh, Mump by the Bloodhound Gang. Uh, the you'd have to like catch it up, but you know. But it's like that the doing the doing the 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 sharks and the jets routine. When you're a jet, you're story. always worked out, watched out for. <laughs> Or looked out for. Yeah, well, you know, just the, the snap. You, you know, like walking, like people. You start walking down the hall and snapping your fingers, and mm-hmm. it's 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 a moment of like, I know I can go into battle with you, if <laughs> if you're if you're willing one, if you're willing to just jump into this without prompting. Connor, I, Gunner, I, I if you were on Armory Square with the shades of the fan, you start snapping as you're about to walk into an altercation. No, you no, are gonna no, get no, fucked no. up. <laughs> No, you are, see, I, you are, no, you are missing, you are missing the point. And it is okay. not, it is not at that time. It is that, it is because it means that we can communicate on a level that doesn't need overt wordiness. <laughs> and we're both so, fucking so I lunatics. I used to work with Gunner. I used to work with Gunner. And once in a while, he'd come down the hallway snapping his fingers and somebody else at the other end would be snapping their fingers. And for me, I felt like I was like being embarrassed by my father. I'm like, I need to leave this situation. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I hate all of it. I need to leave this finger snap. And now you know. And now and now now it makes you feel worse. I'm just finally coming <laughs> clean. You know. I hope I hope you can still accept me as a friend. It's okay. You just you just go you just go in the you just go in the special bin. I, you know, I just I just submit myself to this to watching the movie and then <laughs> and then I'm helping you put up your barn, and I get out of you my did, car. You did do that. Snapping my fucking. 
like, I don't know like why. It's just, and I like West Side Story. I, I do, but I like West Side Story because like my mom brought me to see that like Canastota's yeah. production back in like the mid or mid eighties or something like that. And honestly, mm-hmm. they were pretty good. Um, but anything Mr. Keefe directed was fucking amazing. So, R.I.P. Love that man. The worst part about Mr. Keefe was that his name sounded like a bad word. That's correct. There wasn't a bad thing about him, but man, that's got to be a tough name to have in the 90s when everyone is saying the word that sounds like it. Yeah. Like Mr. Keefe blew a vaginal explosion of gas. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like one of those, um, you know, sometimes you get something in the mail, it's got the bubble wrap, but then other times it's just got one big bubble. Just like a big, like one big plastic bubble. Yes. And you step on it and you expect it to make like a really, really, really loud noise, but it doesn't. Right. It, it makes a Mr. Keefe instead. Oh, come on. We're <laughs> <laughs> in on time. Oh, we're, uh, we're 112. We're, we're 12 minutes over. All right. I going to, I got to snake well, Keefe us right out of here. <laughs> we are going to, uh, I'm going to ritualistically murder the show now, as uh, as that is my <clears throat> that is my job, and that's what I do. Um, Insert piano music in the background. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> for whatever reason, when you said that, I started thinking like immediately before you finished your phrase, the Mega Man Two intro screen as our outro, which is oh, not going to be. But uh, with that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for giving us a listen. Um, any topics you'd like us to talk like us to talk about, uh, you can send us a message. You can uh, send us a smoke signal. You can uh, go to our Facebook pages. That's probably the preferable place to do that. But um, we thank everybody for listening, and uh, we will see you guys later. Uh, Gunner, take us on out of here. Red snake. Red snake. Red snake. Red snake.